0: Ladies and gentlemen, non-binary persons, Cosmo and Wanda, the audio performance you are about to enjoy discusses casinos and gambling. We do not recommend gambling with money you cannot afford to lose or that is needed to pay bills. If you have a gambling problem, contact your Problem Gambling Hotline. If you do not know how to contact your Problem Gambling Hotline, send an email to help at casinocombat.com. We will find that number for you and provide it to you. Our hosts' past performances are not indicative of anyone's future results, including his own. All materials presented here are based on actual facts. Names and dates are changed to protect the innocent and the guilty. Some events unrelated to outcomes may be omitted in the interest of brevity and clarity. It is, it's me, it's TRG, the Ramblin' Gambler. When logic and proportion have fallen sloppy dead and the White Knight is talking backwards and the Red Queen's off with her head, remember what the Dormouse said feed your head. And that's what I'm going to do today as I host episode 105 of our Casino Combat podcast. I am going to feed your head with a variety of information about winning the game of casino gambling that is what we are going to do that is what we are all about and hopefully we are going to pursue that with excellence of execution today i'll lay out the battle plan in just a minute but let me share a couple of things from the casino combat galaxy very quickly <laughs> very quickly I, yeah i i actually made a note said i'm gonna do this very quickly i'm not We know that it's going to be long and there's going to be some rambling involved. I received an update from one of our Excelsior Brigade members and sports betting has just become legal in his state on January 1st. And he wanted to let me know that he applied Casino Wisdom number 23, always play your free bets to that opportunity. He was given a variety of free bets from a number of sports books, and he was enjoying all of the free money that he was receiving in return for making his free bets. And obviously, he's not going to win all of them. It doesn't matter. We're not going to win all the slot pulls with free slot play. We're not going to win all the free bets that were given. Honestly, we're going to win about half of the free bets. And the math says we're going to win about half of the free money from the free slot play. But it didn't cost us anything. It's not going to cost him anything. And he's going to have a nice little chunk of change when he's done with the process. And I love when people apply things I've taught to new situations and new opportunities. And Mrs. TRG and I have done this a couple of times. So let me share, When we're sometimes we're in a place where sports betting has become available recently, or where they're trying to encourage new people to get involved in sports betting. And we can do that because we're now within the geography of that state. And we'll see something like bet bet $5 on any NBA game to this weekend and get $100 free bet. And we just think, okay, well, that's just free money. And let me lay out how we do that in case you have this opportunity as well. Mrs. TRG is an adult. She's allowed to bet on sports. I'm an adult. I'm allowed to bet on sports. So we create the account on whatever sports book is is offering this promotion and she puts in $5 in her account. I put $5 in my account. And suppose uh suppose the Lakers are playing the Nets. I'm I'm not a real big sports expert. I just understand gambling. So the Lakers are playing the Nets and misses, it's an NBA game and that's the rules for the promotion and Mrs. TRG bets the score will be over some number. And I bet five numbers that the score will be under the same number. Now one of us is going to lose our $5 and the other is going to get their $5 back plus about $3.50 or something like that, depending on what the, the VIG was, the, the minus plus number. I, again, don't really understand it, don't need to, I understand gambling. So... One of us is going to be out $5, and the other is going to have an extra $3.50. So as a couple, we're short about a buck and a half. Now, we're given our $100. This is TRG gets a $100 bet, and I get a $100 bet. And then we pick a different game. And she bets $100, the game will go over a number, and I bet $100, the game will go under a number. And neither of us now has our imaginary $100, but one of us has a free once again. Somewhere between $85 and $95, which we can then withdraw from the sports book as real money that we can go spend. That's the way we always handle those promotions when they see we see them. Maybe that's something all of you can take advantage of. I was thrilled that one of our Excelsior Brigade members took pictures of his winnings and sent me a little note to let me know how he was applying Casino Wisdom number 23. Always play your free bets. Well done, squad. Well done indeed. We also had a a squad mate who recently ordered a vest through the TRG Recommends portion of the CasinoCombat.com website, the same vest that that I stumbled on wearing as an organizational tool, and that then I realized had a whole variety of, of other benefits besides just being organized. And we were emailing back and forth, our squad mate and I were emailing back and forth, and, and they had an interesting perspective. And I'm going to paraphrase here. There's a bit of anonymity built into all of this podcast for everyone's benefit. And we're all getting to know each other, and many of us can fill in the gaps. And I'm sure some of you online are going, oh, that's who this is in the podcast, and oh, that's who this is in the podcast, because we're getting to know each other on Instagram, and we're getting to know each other on, on Facebook, in the Squad group. And since I've mentioned both of those, uh, find the Casino Combat. Uh, squad on Facebook. Great group of people, a group that's growing and great sources of information from someone besides just me. All kinds of squad mates, inner circle members, Excelsior Brigade members are all contributing for everyone's benefit. And if you're not there and you don't have anything to contribute, that's fine. But be there and take benefit from, from all of us. Likewise on Instagram. And the link to our Instagram is at the CasinoCombat.com website. It's right on the top. I am at Gambler GamblerRamblin', I believe. But all of our links are there on the Facebook page. Uh, I've done it again. I've transgressed the written law somewhere. I got to mention likes, shares, stars, uh, reviews—all those things that you can do help help our squad grow, and we'll appreciate those. There, I've done the obligatory beg for your support. So I've got that out of the way. But I'm trying to be a little vague here to protect someone's privacy, and they can share as much of their life as they choose to share. But we'll we'll just keep it a little bit vague here for their protection and anonymity. But this listener, this squad mate, knew that the vest in and of itself was going to attract attention. And then they sent it to me and had the logos. We have a friend that can logo things like that. And so I sent her the artwork and the vest. And she put the logos on it. And the understanding from from our squad mate is this is going to attract attention. It is by very by the very nature. And that there are going to be other gamblers who might very well be listeners or might become listeners as the result of the attractions this vest is going to generate. And their feeling was that this was going to help them be a more disciplined gambler because our squad and the podcast were being present and represented. And that they as a player were going to have a mental obligation not to do something outside the podcast techniques. Not to go off of their plan. Not to let all of us down. By doing something stupid, by doing something emotional, by being angry when they should be focused, by not looking for a casino solution. They are, in fact, using the vest for casino wisdom number seven, everyone. Casino wisdom number seven, be accountable to someone or something. In this case, in their mind, putting on the vest with the logos is a way to be accountable to all of us. I really love the idea. I love the way this person thinks. I love the way they see things. And once again, this is an example of someone applying what I've taught in a way I never thought of applying it. This is them taking my ideas and expanding on them and applying them in your own, in their own life. And it it, it is really brilliant, right? We have two brilliant examples here of squad mates taking the concepts from the podcast and applying them in unique and interesting and, and useful ways. And that's why I wanted to bring that To all of you. The next thing I want to do is I want to thank those of you who sent Mrs. TRG and myself holiday wishes. Those who sent thank yous. Those who sent end-of-year tips and financial contributions. We very much appreciate all of the kind words and we appreciate the support. I don't mention it very often. I am going to mention it here and I'm going to mention it to build into a bigger idea. An idea that I'm going to need your help with. Or if you want to help an idea we're going to do. That's a better way to say that. If you have a good win. If you've had a good year. You're welcome to send a few bucks our way. You can go to anchor.fm slash casino combat and click on the support link. And you can make a subscription and you can let it run for a month, or you can let it run for as long as you'd like if you'd like to make a donation, if you'd like to support the podcast. You can also use PayPal and send a donation to TRG at casinocombat.com, and we'll be very appreciative of all that. And I want you all to understand that if you if you do something like that, if you send me a donation by PayPal and you say, hey, TRG, you and Mrs. TRG should, should open a bottle of champagne on me at New Year's Eve. Well, some of you, one of you did, and we did just that. And I thanked you, but I'm thanking you again publicly. If you don't tell us what you want done with it, then we're going to do the best we can to not put it in our pockets, to not treat it as profit. We are just using those things to offset podcast expenses. Web hosting costs money. Email accounts cost money. Uh, we, we try to offset those things as best we can. We 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 like it when the podcast is not a, a burden. When the let me say that when the podcast expenses are covered by the podcast, Mrs. TRG is a happy lady. She would prefer that things were that way. So if you've learned something and if you want to make a donation, please understand that I am not pocketing those donations as a profit. I am putting those donations right back in. And that also has allowed us to do some things when the podcast pays for itself. That lets me take some winnings and do things like pay a professional singer to do the Casino Combat theme song. That's not an inexpensive transaction and we're happy to do it, but we can do it because we're having other things happen that offset some of the cost of doing the podcast. But as I said, I'm not mentioning all of that to ask you to please, 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 please subscribe or please, please, please send me money. Your generosity at the end of the year got an idea going in my head. That in combination with something I'm going to share with you got an idea going in my head, and I'd really like your feedback. I'd really like you to think about this and, and get back to me on it, and if no one does, then this idea is over. If none of you like this idea, if none of you want to participate, if a meaningful several of you don't want to participate, then this idea is done, and or it'll come back in a year or Whatever. But I'm thinking that maybe we, and I mean all of us, could start a 501c3 charity called Buy the Coffee and set up a donation link on the website. And obviously, myself and the mad scientist will take care of that part of things and we'll get that link built. And the idea would be that those willing would donate a small percentage of their wins at whatever points in your process it makes sense, at the end of a month, at the end of a quarter, after a big win, and something small. One percent, half a percent, few bucks, whatever makes sense to you. And obviously everyone's just deciding for themselves to do this. This is passing the plate at church. And if you want to drop some money in, fine. And if all you've got is a sign that says everywhere a sign, thank you God for thinking about me, that's cool too. But it's like passing the plate at church. I'd ask a couple of you, I'm thinking maybe two of you would volunteer to be board members because this money can has to be fully transparent and it cannot be money that I have control over exclusively. I have zero interest in that. Zero interest at all. If nobody's willing to be a board member and be on the paperwork and be part of a trio or a pentathlon, part of a 5 sum of 3 if there's not a group of us, that are controlling this money i am again not interested but then we would look all of us those who contribute and those who don't would look for casino related ways to distribute that money to buy the coffee and i want to give you the example that kind of got my brain thinking about this in combination with you know a couple of the little contributions that we got over the holidays a bartender at my local casino recently took a trip to mexico And while I don't know all of the details and I am paraphrasing a paraphrase, somehow this bartender was injured on a water slide and had to be rushed to the hospital and and he has injuries to his spine and he has some mobility challenges. It's serious, but that's not the problem. The injury is bad and the injury needs extensive treatment and rehab and therapy and, and all of those very, very serious things. But that's not the immediate problem. The immediate problem as it was explained to me is that He's in Mexico, and his health insurance doesn't cover him in Mexico, and the Mexican hospital is not letting him leave the hospital or the country until his medical bills are paid in full. It's tens of thousands of dollars he does not have, and because he does not have it, he can't leave the hospital, and the bills are getting larger, and that sounds horrific to me, and I have no knowledge of Mexico. I am taking all this information third or fourth hand, And that situation is going to get handled. There are donations being made. There are are jars out on the bar. The word is being spread. A GoFundMe page has been set up and all those things. And the community is working together. And obviously his family is working hard. and, And it is resolved, has been probably resolved by this time But I got thinking about that, and I got thinking about the fact that a couple times a year, I hear about things like this. I hear about a waitress that I've gotten to know a little bit in in a casino, and I find out that she's in the hospital with cancer, and sure, you donate a few bucks. But we could magnify that, and we could help others in things I'm not aware of because all of you are aware. So I'm seeing our Buy the Coffee charity as a way for us to work as a group to set aside some money with our wins, to contribute to things like that when any of us hear about them. A way to magnify our reach as a group. And maybe that's not something anyone's interested in. Maybe we're just not a big enough group yet to do something like that, and that's fine. But if you think it's a good idea, let me know. If you think it's a horrible idea, let me know. Send an email to trg at casinocombat.com. Tell me your thoughts. If I hear no thoughts, I will not bring this back up for an extended period of time. By the way, spell combat with a K when you email me, but let me know your idea, thoughts on this idea. If you have experience setting up a 501c3 and let me know how that works, please let me know. As I said, zero experience. If you're willing to contribute just a little time now and then occasionally and be a board member and help with the governance of this, let me know. I think it's a good idea, but I need you to let me know if it's a good or a bad idea because it's a group thing. And If the group isn't interested, then the group isn't interested. As I said, that's fine. Last thing. I got an email, and we're going to be email-centric, but I got an email I wanted to share. Uh, it's from Judo 90 and I think I've said that correctly. I hope I have. I, I think it all makes sense from the context of what was sent. Uh, it's a very interesting email, and it plays off a couple things, and I, I'm i surprised. I'm impressed. I'm flattered. I'm honored. Um, I'm a little kerflempt uh, <laughs> by what I was sent. So here we go. He says, hi, TRG. You are a very interesting young man, and yes, I can call you young man. I'll be honest. At first, I was really angry at you. I would be listening, and I would think, he's not allowed to share that. He should know the rules. Those who know, don't talk. What is he doing? Someone screwed up letting this little brat know this stuff. I was really, really mad. I guess I'm old and old school. But I listened to a few more episodes, and I realized that rule doesn't apply to you. No one taught you. You just figured things out on your own. That's actually really amazing. Well done. I guess if you figured it out, you can do whatever you want with it. And at that point, I was hooked. I've settled in and I've really enjoyed what you create. I did really like your recent episode discussing perception and how it changes the behavior of others in a casino. I'm older than you. I prefer cargo pants to a vest, but it's the same idea. I have a big, thick, oak, leather-wrapped walking stick that I take to the casino. I wear a big hoodie. Everyone sees a slow old man. Bent over, needing that big hunk of wood to hold him up while he walks. They hold doors for me, they move chairs for me, they let me go before them in line. That's what I want, a little space to operate. The reality is that outside the casino, I walk just fine. In fact, I still compete in a couple of different combat sports and train several times a week. I think I've heard you say, always carry defense because we always carry cash. I love that idea. I've used that idea for a long time. It's part of my training. Because I look old and frail, no one questions me bringing a weapon into the casino. If I have any issues, I'm fighting people at a distance of six feet with an oak club, and they are in a fight they did not expect with a very capable fighter. (laughs) Side note, I love this idea. This is is why I want to share this. This is brilliant, but I digress. He continues, I guess from my point of view, you are right about all of that. Perception does become reality if you understand how to use perception. Clearly you do. It's been hard for me to see that the internet exposes almost everything. There are less and less secrets in the world. It takes less work now to know things. It used to be the gatekeepers made sure certain skills were not learned until the student could be trusted with them. The world changes. I guess I'll just say keep up the good work. I do enjoy your stories. You are right way more often than you are wrong. Wow, just wow. That is someone I would like to meet, without a doubt. Uh, <laughs> as for the rest of all that, the foolishness of youth, I guess, I never considered that I might have somehow transgressed the unwritten law, <laughs> but apparently I did. And uh, I, I get his point. My uh, my sons were all in a combat sport, and sometimes belts were awarded because the person was capable enough that even if they couldn't pass all the written tests or all the, the verbal tests, they were good enough at the fighting part that they had to have a better belt to warn everyone else. And that was the gatekeepers making sure that the gates were kept correctly. So I do get that. A neat email to get. A, a very neat email to get without a doubt. And it shows you how diverse our squad is in so many ways. All right. Battle plan, battle plan, battle plan. We are going to do a questions my son's asked segment to respond to an email. I told you we're going to kind of be email heavy a little bit this episode, but I got an email about understanding blackjack basic strategy, and I want to address that where there's one question, there are many questions. We are going to have a moment of concepts segment, and we're going to look at the nature of humanity and civilization and how the core concepts are a civilizing force. And yes, I know that is a bit weird, and that is a bit strange, and that is a bit out there, and uh, that is uh, the white knight talking backwards in some ways, I guess. That's what that segment is for. That's what those Moment of Concept segments are for. And if I take feedback and you don't like them, I guess I'll keep those thoughts to myself. But we are going to do Moments of Concept segment today. I think it's going to be fun and interesting. And then finally, we will adjourn to the Virtual VIP Lounge to discuss some insights from two weeks of gambling. A couple tough weeks, as I recall. And then we'll review the results for the month of December 2022 and see if it was a winning or a losing casino combat month. All right, let's go. Let's have some questions questions. What? What? If you've listened very long, you would know or do know that my sons ask questions about gambling. Strangers ask questions about gambling. Listeners ask questions about gambling. I guess when people know you're a gambler and have a belief that you're good at it, they're going to ask you questions about gambling. And that's kind of a fun thing. I, like, I actually like asking or answering questions about gambling. I do. I have questions I like to ask and I like to get answers. And so I'm happy to answer others. I received an interesting question recently from RJ Jackson at blah, blah, blah. Not their real address. The the blah, blah, blah part's made up. It's not blah, blah, blah blah.com. I am trying to protect people's (laughs) privacy. I, I really am. Anyway, the email says, hi, TRG. I really enjoy what you create. There's that create word again. I guess I got to use that more often. I started listening just for the stories. I'd look at the episode description and sometimes just fast forward to the virtual VIP lounge. I'd open a beer and just listen to the next adventure. And this is, I'm sorry, this is an aside. These are not his words. There's this weird dichotomy in some of you. and, And I'm not complaining. It's just, it's fascinating observationally to me that I get feedback. And some of you just love the stories and you really couldn't care about the teach. And then some of you really love the teach and get really annoyed by the stories. And that's why I do try to kind of balance these out. But I'm always just, it's always just so informative and fascinating to me that some of you are like, oh yeah, yeah, I just, I skipped through all the teaching part, but I I just, I just, I I like the stories. And then others, you, would you quit telling the stupid stories? Did you just teach me how to play blackjack? Um, Anyway, to continue his, his or her email. says, I live near Biloxi. I don't go to casinos very often. And when I do, I generally just, lose a few bucks playing slot machines. I like the James Bond machines and Stinking Rich for some reason. Anyway, around Thanksgiving, I opened my beer in the virtual VIP lounge was your results segment for the episode. I decided to just listen anyway instead of looking for another episode. I guess I really learned something for the first time instead of just being entertained. I went to your website and looked at some of your results that you post. I went to the podcast YouTube channel and listened to the boot camp playlist and watched the wagering system videos. I went to a casino and used TRG Wagering System 1 playing Baccarat several times. I did walk away with a loss a couple of times, but I walked, I knew when to walk, and I didn't lose very much. I won more than I lost over the few sessions that I played. I decided I wanted to increase my chance of success and get that smallest house advantage and learn blackjack basic strategy. Sorry, this has been long. The story to get to the story, I guess. LOL, (laughs) that does happen. My question is, would you explain basic strategy to me in basic English? Simple English. I'm struggling with understandings why I, understanding why I should split eights against a dealer's ten or nines against a dealer's nine. Those types of thing. I know it's the math, the math, the math, but I just don't understand how that can be correct. Thank you for your time and what you do. RJ. Okay, and thank you, RJ. <laughs> I appreciate the kind words, and I certainly understand the story to get to the story, and I and I enjoyed hearing yours. I've never played Stinking Rich. Stinkin' Rich, actually, is what it's called, and I should, because Stinkin' Rich is right on brand for the podcast. Right? We're rambling and gambling, and so Stinkin' Rich, that, that actually makes sense. I might have to try that out. Alright. I'm doing the story to get to the story. Let me give this a try. Let me let me try to explain this in a way that is math without being math. Because I guess English about math isn't math? Yeah, let's try that theory, okay? Look at it this way. Suppose you have $1,000. And we're going to bet $1 a hand a thousand times. But we're going to do it this way. We are going to take a pair of 9s and a dealer's 9. Or a pair of 8s and a dealer's 10. We're going to put those three cards out of the deck of cards. Then we're going to shuffle the rest of the deck of cards. We're going to give the dealer a card face down that we as the player can't see. And we're going to play the hand according to basic strategy. We're going to split our eights against the dealer's 10, then we're going to play out the hand. We're going to split our nines against the dealer's nine, and then we're going to play out the rest of the hand using basic strategy. And what basic strategy tells us is once we've done that a thousand times, and basic strategy says a million times or 10 million or a hundred, but when we've done it a statistically significant percentage of the time, I'm using a thousand as an example. When we've done that a thousand times, if we play using basic strategy, we will have the most money available at the end of the thousand hands if we used basic strategy versus not using basic strategy. So if we did it 2,000 times, if we did it 1,000 times with basic strategy, splitting the eights against a 10, and we did it 1,000 times without basic strategy, not splitting the eights and hitting, or worse yet, not splitting the eights and standing, we will have the most money available if we use basic strategy. But please understand something. That is not saying we will have more than $1,000, right? There are hand combinations that basic strategy is not telling you you will win money doing that. Basic strategy is saying this is how you will have the most money at the end of the thousand hands. Some hands are by default losers, you're going to lose m- more times than you win no matter what. Um, 16 versus, I'm not trying to get away from my, my let, me, let me wrap up the splits part of that conversation first. So if you split eights a thousand times against a 10, at the end of a thousand tries, you will have more money out of the thousand dollars than if you did not. That may or may not be a profit. I haven't actually looked at the math of those hands. My personal anecdotal experience suggests that I will make a profit. People look at me like I'm crazy all the time when I split nines against a dealer's nine. And they say, oh, I could never do that. And I say, oh, I just played the book. And oh, I know I could just never do that. And it is amazing how many times I get a 10 and an ace and the dealer has a 10 and I have a push and a win. Or the dealer has a seven underneath and bust and I win both hands. All kinds of things like that can and do happen so I suspect I would have more than a thousand dollars but I might not I might have less than a thousand dollars I might just have more of my thousand dollars left over than if I had played some way other than basic strategy and I did not review the percentages on this, but let me give you my favorite example of this. And I've got the math pretty close in my head, but if I'm off a decimal point or two, you'll understand the idea. We've talked about this in the past. 16 versus a 10. Suppose we lay that out and play it a thousand times. Well, more than 60% of the time, you're going to lose that no matter what you do. It's more than 60%. It's something like the idea that you will lose 68 Percent of the time if you don't hit, and 64% of the time if you do hit, you're going to lose that hand more than half the time. You are going to lose some of your thousand dollars, no matter how you do it, a thousand times. But do it a thousand times without hitting, and then a thousand times with hitting, and you will have more money of the thousand at the end, even though you will have lost a significant part of your thousand dollars. But that's the question. Do you want to lose 68% of your thousand or 64% of your thousand, one dollar at a time? Basic strategy is telling you how over all the hands to lose the least. And we offset that with money management. We offset that with wagering systems. We offset that with positive and negative exit points. We offset that very small built in loss with all of the wagering techniques, the meta martingale, all of those things, at least in my life, have allowed me to offset that remaining very small house advantage. But the house advantage says we're supposed to lose. And basic strategy is showing you how to lose the least. And I am showing you how to overcome that built-in small advantage with money management discipline and control. Thank you for the question. I hope that helps RJ. I hope that makes sense. I've tried to explain to you in a different way. We can't win them all. Basic strategy does not show you how to always win. It shows you how to have the most after playing the same hands many, many, many times. Thank you so much for the excellent question. Our next segment is going to be a moment of concepts. What I am trying to do in these moment of concepts segments is to make you think, to think about podcast ideas in a different way, to think about casino gambling in a different way, to kind of throw both the core concepts and the casino wisdoms that we do during a moment of casino wisdoms, to kind of throw those all in a blender uh, mentally uh, and then step back and take a big picture look at what I am trying to do and or what I have done to benefit myself. I I try to like take the the 10,000 foot view of what all this is and what all of this is about. I am trying to make you think or make you. I'm not trying to make you do anything. I'm trying to offer you the opportunity to think about things in a different way. And that's what this segment is about. And it is... Part of the reason I started this podcast was because for years, people would say, oh, you really think about gambling differently. Oh, I never thought about it that way. Oh, that's an interesting way to see that. And people said that over and over, and eventually I believed them. Foolish me. And I thought, oh, I'm actually kind of an odd duck. I kind of don't see this the same way everybody else does. Maybe... Just maybe other people would be interesting in learning how to see things that way. And the fascinating thing then is that I've met some of you, either in person or virtually, and I've had the response occasionally of, oh, hey, I really like how you think, right? The vest thing. The vest is a form of accountability. Not something I ever thought about, but my instant reaction to our squad mate was, wow, I really like the way you think. And we've had Equine Ensign, who's an Inner Circle member who said he started listening to the podcast because we think the same. And we do. We almost, we almost can talk to each other in shorthand when we text back and forth because we do think about things in the, in the same way. And it's interesting, therefore, that sometimes things completely unrelated to gambling will get me thinking about how the podcast and my thoughts applied to gambling are related to other things. So let me give you, tell you about the article that I read. I was reading an article about anthropology and human nature, and the core idea was that humans in their initial state often are horrible and cruel little beings. Not always, not all the time, but it's our nature to be both very, very good and very, very horrible. And then parents and families and groups and teachers and religion civilize us and put up guardrails on behavior and teach us how we need to act if we are going to thrive as individuals and if we are going to help the group thrive and succeed. But in our default state, in our feral state, if that's a real correct application of the word, um, we do have some tendencies to, to uh, need to be corrected when we do unnice things. And I see this in reflected in the real world. You know, I, I have a grandson, the little lion, and he's older than his new sister, the forest princess. And he can try to control all the toys and keep them away from her. If she's, she's just getting to the point where she's mobile a little bit, she can move around a little bit. If she comes crawling toward where he's playing, he, he will pull the toys back. He will get up and move so that he isn't having to share with her. He will sometimes pick her up and move her away from where he is. Now, to his credit, he can also be very protective of her He will take a a phone and say, oh, look, this is so-and-so. And and he'll he'll be very generous with her. He can be very protective of her. He, He can be very loving about her. But I see both aspects of that. And so what happens? His parents, his grandparents, all of those people around him, the people at his school that he goes to, his preschool, we encourage all those positive behaviors, and we tell him that he shouldn't do the negative behavior. We are building for him a set of mental guardrails, a set of ways that we can encourage him to act as a civilized person, and that's for his benefit and to the benefit of everyone around him. We are encouraging his better angels, and we are discouraging the, 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 the negative parts of his personality. And that's been done for all of us, I hope. Knock wood. But it's been done for all of us. We instinctively do it for others. And I got thinking about that. Like, wow, that's true. That is so very, very true. And we sometimes don't even realize it because of just how much of our culture and society has been built up. But humans can be pretty horrible to each other given the opportunity and no restraint. The core concepts of casino combat serve some of those same purposes. The wisdom, the casino wisdoms serve some of those same purposes. Many of those same purposes. Casinos appeal to all of the worst aspects of human nature. And I'm being just as honest as I can be here. It's just true. Casinos appeal to greed, obviously, envy, sloth, gluttony, lust, anger. Casinos can for many people, create all of those feelings in various ways. And they often create joy and happiness. And we all know about, or we should know about, the dopamine that gets released in our brains when we gamble. But casinos do this intentionally to maximize their revenue, right? The the all-you-can-eat buffet is appealing to your gluttony, and they give it to you for free on the assumption that they can get you in the door, you're probably going to lose more than they gave you in the form of a free buffet. We want money. And when we win money, we want more money, right? And when we lose the money we won, we get angry and we want it back. And in the process, we lose more money. And we're envious of those who can win or are winning. Not they can win, but who are winning. We're envious and we also want to win. We have a lust for money. All of those things are built in. And the core concept ideas, the the casino combat arsenal in its entirety is your way to control all of that. Or let me say a different way. It's what I built for myself and articulated for all of you to civilize myself, to control those things, to control my impulses and instincts. And I say it all the time. I try to eliminate all the negative emotions and only experience the positive emotions. I feel that's what allows me the discipline required to win consistently. But I think if you think about that article, and if you think about all of these ideas that I've shared with you, it is just like the little lion and his sister, the forest princess. I am trying to take those negative aspects that are innate to our humanity, and I am trying to harness those. I am trying to train those out of myself. I am offering you an opportunity to train them out of yourself, to control. It's how I control me, right? I spent years and years and years and years figuring out all the things I couldn't do if I wanted to win. How do I control those things? And yes, I was a kid and I grew up on the original Star Trek and I thought Spock was amazing and cool. And Spock (laughs) tries to get rid of all those emotions, right? And he can't because he's human right? That's the dichotomy of Spock. He's human. He grew up as a Vulcan. Vulcans try to not have emotions. If you know your Star Trek, why do Vulcans not have emotions? Is it because they're brilliant? No, it's because they almost killed themselves. When they let their emotions go, they almost killed their whole race and destroyed their planet. So Vulcans, the fictional Vulcans, just like humans, their emotions were so out of control that they had to eliminate emotion from their society. And there's Spock and he's human and his emotions are not as deep as theirs, but he's living in this world that says you're not allowed to have emotion, right? So I'm sure some of that drove my thought process that I could perhaps control my greed, control my gluttony, control my lust, control my anger, and that I could build a set of rules for myself, that I could civilize myself. And in fact, now teach others to also civilize themselves. And if we did that, we could win consistently. Let me wrap up here. But let me wrap up with a story that I've told before and a story that I often come back to over and over and over. I went to a driving school. It was a gift I got from my wife. I went to a race car driving skill school. It was like baseball practice, but with race cars. It was a lot of fun. And one of the first things they showed us in the classroom was that good driving at speed, you had to think about it like if you had a great big salad bowl bolted on the hood of your car where you could see it. And in that was a rubber ball. And if you accelerated too fast, the ball would go out the the back of the bowl, if you hit the brakes too hard, the ball would go out the front of the bowl. And likewise, if you turned left or right too hard, the ball would go out of the bowl to the sides. And your goal as a race car driver, as a person driving a vehicle at speed, was to make sure that you didn't do anything to take that ball out of the bowl. Sure, sometimes the ball would have to roll all the way to the front or back or sides of the bowl. But in reality, if you kept the ball in the bowl, you would keep the car on the track. And the reality is, this is the same idea, right? Rules of behavior for driving that prevent a negative thing from happening. And no matter how good a driver you are, sometimes you spin out. And when a driver spins out, as long as the car doesn't crash into anything, the car gets back on the track and the race continues, And I, to extend that metaphor, I crashed and burned and failed and tried again for a very long time. And I did that in the process of figuring out bankroll calculations and wagering systems and unit sizes and positive and negative exit points and all of the casino wisdoms. And I've shown you that I continue to learn and grow and evolve what I do. We have a wagering system for now that I never knew existed until repetitive play showed me an improvement to something that I invented quite a while ago. All of these are uh, the bowl keeping the ball inside. All of these are the techniques for driving to keep the ball inside where it goes. I hope that's a metaphor that helps. And I hope this segment helps you understand that the purpose of all of these ideas and techniques is to control aspects of our basic humanity. And that's not an easy thing to do. And if you spin out, it's okay. Get back on the track. It's all right. Give yourself some grace. Recognize where you got out of control. Recognize that you spun out. Step away from the track if you need to. But give yourself some grace. Understand that you're human. Understand that all of these ideas and concepts and wisdoms All of those are there to help you control what is a basic aspect of our shared humanity. And you're not going to get it perfect all the time. And I didn't get it perfect in year two or three or five or seven or nine or 11 or 13. It took until sometime around year 18, 19, 20 for me to really get all this refined. And I'm hoping to give you a cheat code. I'm hoping to give you a roadmap. I'm hoping to give you ideas to put in your head. But it is our humanity to put the car off off the track and into the infield once in a while. And it's okay to put it back on. All right. The next thing we are going to do is what? We are going to go to the virtual VIP lounge and we are going to talk about results. We are going to do that next. I will join you there. A little bit of the bubbly. Welcome to the most must-listen-to segment in Casino Lifestyle Podcasting, the Casino Combat Virtual VIP Lounge, and our lounge is open. We have the best virtual everything virtually all the time. We really do. We have virtually handcrafted artisanal soda, virtually locally bottled pop, still in sparkling virtual water. Our virtual buffet has both the best pizza in New York City and the best virtual french fries on the Ocean City, Maryland boardwalk. Help yourself, and if you can, press pause, pour yourself something in real life and join me. One of my favorite casino lifestyle things is going to a VIP lounge and having a drink with friends old and new, sharing stories and experiences, talking about wins and losses, and that's what we're going to use the virtual VIP lounge for today. We're going to talk about a couple weeks of results, and then we will, uh, we will wrap up the month and give you all the numbers and results, which will, of course, be posted on the website so that you can see them. I, I've had a couple rough weeks, uh, and I need to share those with you today. And I'm done for the day. And Mrs. TRG is doing teacher stuff. I don't know. Conferences of some type or PTA. I don't know. Uh, she told me she wasn't going to be home till late. I've got the house to myself. It's a nice, quiet time to record in the glorious Casino Combat studios. So I have poured a decent amount of crown royal apple I have added a single ice cube So it is like an adult juice box and that should be just perfect for what we're going to do today Let's get started with the interesting parts of my gambling for the end of december And as I said, then i'll give you the results And I am once again just going to go through the spreadsheet and pull things out and here's the reality I'm looking at the numbers here. I'm looking at things And I am seeing that uh, this may be one of the least interesting couple of weeks of gambling that I have done. And here's what we've got going on. December has been a crazy, crazy busy month. I told you about the first two weeks. I told you we we had various challenges uh, outside of the casino in a variety of ways we decided for family reasons that we were not going to take a trip as a couple this year. We had thought about going to Biloxi, but we had some family events that got in the way of that. We had thought we might go to to, uh, Las Vegas for New Year's Eve, and we had some family things that got in the way of that, and that's fine. Uh, Family before Casino is absolutely okay. And it's certainly okay when I can just drive a few minutes and go to work and and get paid that way. And I also told you when we talked about the first two weeks of December and the interruptions and all of that, that I took two tier three Meta Martingale losses on back-to-back visits with a day off in between. And The weirdness and complexity did not stop because we had lots of days that would normally be work days in the last two weeks of December that were not work days because people get days off for Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve and Christmas Day and New Year's Day and I had things going on and I took vacation days from doing casino gambling those days as well. So we got a whole bunch of missing days. I missed a whole bunch of time, and I don't regret a bit of it. And then to add to that craziness, sometimes when I did go to work, I had all these tourists in my work. I'm sorry, civilians. We decided on civilians, I think. I had all these civilians. I had all these crazy people that were out enjoying their holidays at my place of work. And I had to, of course, deal with all of them and accommodate all of them, making a mess of my place of work and having to to clean all of that up. So I have less tries here for you than usual in these two weeks. I have less visits. I'll get to this a little bit when we talk about the month. But the other thing we have going on here, everybody, is I didn't have any trips so far. We're, we're going to get well into this, the end of this month with no trips. I just didn't have time. And what does that mean? That means I didn't have any of those situations where for a whole evening or where for a whole day or multiple days... I just ground out things that I just went through the process over and over and over again. The one day in Atlantic city, I did the equivalent or 10 or 12 days in one day because I was making money and I was trying to get points and I had all these tasks to do. We haven't had any of that. Well, what does that do? When you do 10 days of results, that really, really boosts your results. When I go on overnight trips and do the equivalent of three, four, five days in one day, when I'm in and out of five casinos in 28 hours, I have a lot more tries. I have a lot more results. Generally speaking, I have a lot more profits. And we're gonna see that all reflected here when we get to the end of things. So let me go through really quickly. Let me pull out what is interesting here. So we've already had in this month back-to-back with a day off in between Tier 3 Meta Martingale losses. Those hurt. Those aren't fun. I'm going to start this two weeks with another Tier 3 Meta Martingale loss. In fact, it was a quick loss. It was literally go to high limit, buy in, never win a hand, lose A, units, and leave. Just not fun. But what do we do? We control our anger. We control our emotions. We put all those negative emotions to the side. We treat, I treat, not we, because I don't know if you can do this or not. That is the realization that I shared with you last episode, in episode 104. I don't know if you guys can do this or not. But what I do, what I have learned to do, to go back to some previous segments today, is I have learned to treat losing as data. It is simply data in my spreadsheet. So I took my loss. says so right here in my spreadsheet. It says it was a quick loss right to the end. It says I was at tier three. It says I did not even win one single unit. And I left. And I walked out. And I walked right back in the next day. And I went all the way to tier three. And you've got to imagine how that feels. Let's walk through this. Bubble craps. Nice win. Had a nice bubble craps win. In fact, had a nice bubble craps win the day before. Didn't help. Had a nice bubble craps win. Had a little tiny blackjack win before I hit a negative exit. Okay. Then I had a tier one negative exit, and I had another tier one negative exit. And you add it up, and it was time to go to tier two. And I went to tier two, and I took a little loss there, and it was time to go to tier three. And I went to tier three, and I won a whole bunch of money. I won almost four days' pay. Boom, 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 boom. Nice win more than took care of the previous losses, really solid. So that is tier three and a loss coming right back, well-supported financially, plenty of bankroll, and a tier three win to start to offset things. Went back the next day. Next day was not a day off. Went back the next day. And I'm showing you these in a little more detail than I have recently because I wanted to show you some of the tiers. My feedback from all of you suggests that some of you just are still not grasping, I am not doing a good job. I am failing to articulate to you accurately this process of moving up and down tiers and how it happens over time. And let me pause, I'll get to this in a second, I will. but let me pause here and let me say something. Probably the first 18-ish months of this podcast, I didn't have the money to consistently do Meta Martingale. I hadn't put the bankroll together that way. I hadn't built things out that way. I had the idea I hadn't used the idea sporadically for years. I knew how I would structure it if I had a perfectly sized bankroll. But I showed you for 18 months a choppier way to do casino combat and do just fine. Taking the long-haul, big-picture view of things. I have only, within the last less than a year consistently done meta martingale you don't have to meta martingale to have success you will have more success in my opinion from my data the data i have so far if you can and will and and do the meta martingale but i'm trying to give you a little more detail here about these tiers so that you can see how this interaction happens to work so we had a tier three loss we had a tier three win to help offset it nice nice little win there came back the next day bubble craps win but a small one small blackjack win then then we had a tier one blackjack loss another tier one blackjack loss went to tier two and had a very nice win and went to the bar and got a root beer it says here and did all the math and so we had uh, free root beer and a tip so our expenses were very low expenses are weird this month too because i haven't gone anywhere so tier three loss tier three win tier two win Kind of fixes the loss. We're kind of in good shape. Which was why after some holiday and some time off, it was really annoying to have a bubble craps loss, have a tier one blackjack loss, have a tier two blackjack loss, and this is the one that'll get you. Lost the first bet, made the second bet, it was a double, lost both of those, now you've lost five units already, lose the next three hands, you're done, you're out, and it's a big loss. And then I took a 300 uh, a tier 3 loss uh to finish the day in high limit. That's a tier 3 loss. That's now four tier 3 losses in 130 day period and boy that pushed my number. I was down below one I was at less than one tier 3 loss per 30 days coming into the month of December. And we've now pushed that number down a bit uh, to uh, it's now more than one, but less than two per every 30 days. So the average moves as results occur. Let's see what we got here. We got another tier one set of two losing tables with a bubble craps win. And then a tier two win with a nice little extension on the end where things continued to win. Loss at tier one, win at tier two. Acceler- so you're seeing a pattern there. We're seeing a lot of patterns here where some negatives at tier one and then tier two and then we're done and out at the door. Uh, let's see as I continue to move through here. Straight up tier one win. Just in bubble craps win, tier one win. Crazy place. This was uh, This was the day after Christmas. The place was a complete, complete zoo. I was so happy to walk in, get paid and get out. Absolutely, absolutely positively thrilled. Um, this is just boring stuff. This is just repetition, folks. Another winning day and another winning day. And then we did take a little trip. We did, uh, we did go down and visit some family and then bump over to a Caesars property that has no hotel. It's about two hours south and west of, I'm sorry, four hours south and west of our house in total. It's kind of two hours south and two hours west actually Uh, we've got some family down that way so we went down to visit some family for the holidays and finished out there had uh, a couple of nice tier two and tier three wins there got a little aggressive trying to win some extra points trying to see if i could bump up one more tier yet with caesars fell a little short on that and because there's no hotel the comps were minimal and we were buying drinks and so we had a lot of expenses we had a lot of expenses to end the, the, the month, uh, to end the, the year, not the fiscal year, but to end uh, 2022. We had a lot, a lot of expenses there because we, we did some drinks and we had a big hotel expense and we paid an Uber to take us back and forth to the hotel because it wasn't attached. So we had a nice win, but those were offset by some more spend than usual. So let's take a look. That's kind of the, the interesting things there. I really did want to highlight for you the fact that I took, you know, for the whole month, you know, two, two uh, Tier 3 losses in the first two weeks, two Tier 3 losses in the second two weeks. Uh, let me find where I'm at here. Sorry, doing some uh, behind-the-scenes clicking on spreadsheets. So let's look at results for the whole month. The core, One of the core concepts of Casino Combat says that we are gonna gamble for the month, not for the table or the day. And our casino wisdom teaches us to be accountable to someone or something. And this little segment at the end of every month is one of the ways that I do those two things. It's one of the ways that I sit down and really look at my results, and really look at my numbers, and look at why my numbers occurred the way my numbers occurred, to look at why my results are what my results are, to treat the losing as data, as I said. And it's one of the ways that I'm accountable to myself. It's one of the ways that I'm accountable to my wife. It's one of my ways that I'm accountable to all of you, because all these results go up on the website, and you can pour through them in detail and look at what I'm going to show you. And I'm going to take a minute here, and I'm going to be very candid, and I'm going to say that I think some of you, from, once again, our communications and our feedback, I think some of you miss the gamble for the month part of this. And I, I take that as, again, my fault, as my not putting enough focus on this. I don't see I kind of think in my brain that because I take the time every month to do this that i'm I'm demonstrating this, right i'm 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 presenting this idea every month that we do this not for a day, not for a couple days, but for a month at a time and then look at it. But I think some of you miss that part and I need to do a better job of this. and I'm not calling anyone out. I am not calling anyone out at all. I am just sharing an observation from my perspective, that it is somewhat consistent from some of you in the feedback that I'm getting. And let me throw those observations, once again, in a mental blender and create a fictional illustration of this. This is not real. This is not accurate. If you hear yourself in some of this, you may have contributed to some of this, but I am not sharing your story. Your story may be different or maybe similar to somebody else's story, but this is a fictional illustration. This is not directly from anything anyone has sent me, but it might go something like this. My wife and I went to a casino a couple of hours away for the weekend. The first night was great. We both won money at several tables. The next morning, all I did was lose while she got ready for breakfast. We lost again after breakfast breakfast. We did listen to you and take a break and go to the pool for a while and then watch some sports in a bar. Before dinner we lost. After dinner we both had a nice win. I played a little the next morning and ended up making a larger bet that I needed to split and double. It didn't go well. We ended up down for the trip. The room was comped, but we had resort fees and other expenses. After losing in expenses, we are down about one and a half days pay for our day's pay number. I don't know what we are doing wrong. And as I said, that is not someone's personal communications. It is an illustration. But in this illustration, which has aspects from various things that various people have said to me over the last several months, nothing was done wrong here. Nothing was done wrong at all. There isn't even enough information for anyone to have an opinion. Think about it. I do well over 20 tries a month minimum well over 20 tries and that's if i'm playing locally and it's one try a day and if i'm on a trip it's as many as 10 tries in a single day if you gamble one day a week you would need 30 weeks let me do the math yeah that's more than half a year if you go once a week if you take a little time on wednesday night instead of going bowling and you go and do one try you are not going to get to a month of tries. I guess it's 20 weeks. I guess if we look, yeah, okay. So you would need a little less than a, than a year. I did the math wrong. You'd need a little less than half a year, but you'd need 20 weeks. You would need to go once a week on Wednesday night instead of going to bowling, and you would need to do that for 20 weeks, and you would need to record all the results for 20 weeks to even sit down and look at a, quote, month of my data. You, The point being, you cannot, you can't go and, gamble a little bit over the course of three days. And I'm not saying that that fictional amount of gambling is a little bit, but you can't, in my opinion, get to the end of all of that and go, what am I doing wrong? Give yourself some grace. And at the same time, compare your results to my results in a fair and equal way. We would say compare apples to apples. You can't look at that number of tries and compare it to my number of tries for a month and then compare it to my number of tries across multiple months and say, what am I doing wrong? As I said, we don't have enough data to even have an opinion. All right, enough, enough of the rant. Let's dig into the results. And as I said, the results will be posted in a blog post in the blog section of the casinocombat.com website. And don't forget that we do this all, and I put it all on the website in a public way using the $1 a day scale. And for those of you that have been here a while, this is boring and repetitious. And for those of you that are here for the first time, you're like, what's the $1 a day scale? How does that work? Well, here's how it works. Everybody makes different amounts of money. Everybody earns money in different ways. We have listeners all over the globe. The standard of living all over the globe is very different. The standard of living in North Dakota is different than the standard of living in... New York City. The standard of living in Puerto Rico is very different than the standard of living in South Africa, I assume. Never been either place, but logic suggests that's true. So I try to look at this and say, If you earned a dollar a day, how would this money impact your life? If I tell you I lost a dollar and I only earn a dollar a day, well, you can say, oh, wow, that's the equivalent of me. You know, I'm a lawyer and I earn $5,000 a day. So that's the equivalent of me losing $5,000. And if instead... You, uh, you work as the concierge in a hotel in Puerto Rico and, and you earn $50 a day to make up a number, then you know that's the equivalent of losing $50 a day. And likewise, if I tell you that I won four days pay, then you know that that's as if you went, um, you went to work four days and, and got a paycheck. So that's why I take my number, which is different than your number, and I divide all my results and all my comps and everything by that amount. And now we have the $1 a day scale. And now you can understand what this is in your life by multiplying all my numbers by one day. So let's look at what we did. Table games. And that includes bubble craps and craps. We had a win of $4.27 on the $1 a day scale at table games. I played 102 blackjack tables. I had 40 winning and 62 losing blackjack tables. Once again, we are seeing a ratio here of wins and losses where I have more losing than winning tables, but because I'm employing the Meta Martingale and increasing my unit size and buy-in, I can offset losses at some tables with wins at other tables where the unit size is bigger. I also played zero craps. I played zero regular craps tables, and I think that is a trend you may continue to see more often than not, unless it's something that Mrs. TRG and I are doing together. I am finding that while I love the fact that thanks to all of you, and thanks to Gabriel, and thanks to this podcast, I now understand craps and the application of the Casino Combat Arsenal to craps, and that is really a very cool thing. To see that in the practical world, not in the theoretical world, but I'm also finding that the best way to beat craps, which is TRG4 with some modifications that I think I'm going to talk about next episode, that I apply what I know about Blackjack and Baccarat to craps, and I find that craps on a full-size craps table is not very efficient. It can be fun when I'm hanging around with Gabriel and Spiked Dice. It can be a way to accumulate tier points efficiently, but it is not a very efficient way to gather colored discs that get turned into cash dollars. So, I've been falling in love with bubble craps, and I want to tell you about the bubble craps. I played 18 bubble craps tables this month. I had 14 winning bubble craps tables and 4 losing bubble craps tables. Bubble Craps was very, very nice. Very, very good to us. In fact, let me jump over. Come on, cooperate with me here. Sorry, the mouse went to sleep. Uh, I'm going to look at some real numbers. Yeah, yeah, big chunk of our win for this month. B- big chunk of that uh, $4.25 in wins. About half of that is from Bubble Craps. Uh, bubble Craps was very good to us. Bubble Craps offset some of the losing that took place on some of uh, some of those tier three losses. And I'm, I'm doing don't pass. I'm going to get ahead of myself here. I'm going to get into some of the content you're going to hear in episode 106. Uh, now I'm committed to it, I guess. T-Rex, make sure I don't forget that, please. <laughs> I've been using TRG4, uh, win more, keep more, without a Meta Martingale, on bubble craps, on the don't pass line. That's the only bet I'm making as a test, as a data collector to get this type of information. And as I've done that, I have discovered just a couple little tweaks that have have caused it to be more efficient. A couple just little minor, mostly exit point adjustments. And and I'm going to lay that out in detail for you in the next episode. I'm going to show you the tweaks that I've made to, to, to really improve my bubble craps results. So very, very strong bubble craps results this month. Very, very happy with those. Let's keep breaking this down. We lost $1.41, rounding up, 41 cents playing slots with our own money. We got 83 cents of three slot play if I earned a dollar a day. So a bit less than a day's pay in free slot play and we won oh wait i said that wrong i'm sorry i read the numbers wrong this makes more sense we have that completely was wrong i'm sorry we had eight cents in free slot play and we won five cents from the free slot play so once again more than half of what we were given but we weren't given very much why was that let's dig into why that was no trips We didn't go to the places where we have lots and lots of free slot play. No trips. Mrs. TRG didn't go with me very many places. In fact, the fact that she didn't go with me very many places is why our profit and loss from slots is... Minus a dollar and 41 cents because she was bored on the trip that we took and she played a lot of slots and she didn't do very well. But we didn't get any free slot play most of the time because she wasn't with me and she's kind of the free slot play engine more often than not. I took some days off. I didn't make some stops at the racetracks that I normally make to get free slot play because I was doing other things. This is an atypical month in a lot of ways. In a lot, a lot of ways, this is a weird month, folks, but it is a distorted month in the slot play piece of this all the way around. Not a good month for slots and not a month where we maximized our free slot play. And because of that, we took a big hit on the slot play part of this things. What does that say? That says our final gambling profit and loss before expenses was $1.88 if I round up. Not a great number not an impressive number. A lot of gambling for not a lot of cash. We had expenses. I told you expenses were high because we had hotel that we paid for instead of being comped. And I want to focus on that because if we hadn't gone to visit family, so we went to visit family. It's a bit of a long drive. It's a bit of a long drive back. We didn't take a trip before Christmas to Biloxi. We didn't take a trip for New Year's to Las Vegas or Atlantic City. We had a ton of stuff going on and we just decided we hadn't been slowed down and just doing a date night and just spending time as a couple and we decided that rather than make the drive back we would make the drive to the closest casino spend money on a hotel spend money on drinks spend money on dinner spend money on an uber so that we would be safe and smart and that we would take a little couple holidays break and do a little gambling and we won money but we spent money too so very atypical in that regard there were all kinds of places If we hadn't been going to see family for the holidays, we could have gone to Casino 1 and stayed for free and gotten much better comps and and much better free play and much better everything. We could have gone to our home casino, Casino 2, which we're really missing and we haven't been to in a while, and we could have been comped there, and we could have had better comp everything. We wouldn't have paid for dinner. We wouldn't have paid for the Uber. We wouldn't have paid for the hotel. And we'd have had better free slot play and better free bets and better all of it. And our expense number would have been much, much, much lower. And that's why I'm going into these numbers in some detail and in a very different way. It's a very different month than anything since we've heard about since like February, right? First time since February, we've had a month like this. But our expenses were $1.12 on the if I earned a dollar a day scale. And that leaves us with profit and loss after expenses of 76 cents. On the if I'd earned a dollar a day, less than one day's pay in cash money after expenses for the month of December 2022. That's a win. That's a that's a casino combat. That's a win without casino combat. Despite and think about that, okay? Higher spending, less opportunities to win because both days and trips were chopped out of the month. Higher expenses, less opportunity, more expenses, less. Less free stuff as we're going to see. Four tier three meta martingale losses. Four big losses. Four losses that I went almost 60 days without taking one of. And I took four in 30 days. And I'm still telling you that after higher than normal expenses, we still made money. Not much. Not enough to change most people's lives. Not enough to sit here and thump my chest about. We still made money. Four tier four. So when you say, oh, You know, I I took it for a loss, and and it's bugging me. Well, it should bug you. I understand, particularly if you're new to the idea that losing is data. I get it, but I showed you you can overcome it. I overcame four losing days in a month, a month where I didn't have as many opportunities as I wanted, a a month where I took a bunch of days off, and I still managed to have more cash at the end than I had at the beginning by just a little bit after paying for the higher-than-normal expenses let's wrap up and look at the rest of this here. We had $3.67 in comps rounding up. And I'm going, well, let me give you the rest of it. Then we'll come back to this $3.67 in comps. We had 34 cents rounding up in free bets. We had 65 cents in gifts. Take the whole thing, wrap it all together. Take all the money won, all the money lost, all the money spent, all the free stuff given. Total impact on our life from gambling. $6.54 rounded up. You'll see the real numbers on the website, but $6.54 rounded up in total value in our life. That is a Casino Combat win. That's a cash win. That's a winning month. Let me give you a couple notes. Our free bets are way off because for whatever reason, my local casino cut those way back this month and I didn't get to go anywhere else. I didn't go do my five casinos in 28 hours and get lots of tries. I didn't do that two or three times in the month and get all that value and all that free stuff. I didn't take Mrs. TRG on any date nights where we both got value out. She gambled one day, three hours in the total month. She was busy being a mother, a grandmother, a teacher, a wife, planning the holidays for the family, decorating the house, de-decorating the house, lecturing me about the parts of the house I didn't decorate and needed to get busy and get the things done that she told me to do, we had all of that going on. It really skewed the month, but that's why the free bets are off. That's why the gifts are off. That's why there's no match bets. And then here's the other thing I'm going to tell you. That comp number is high, and that comp number makes a lot of this look better than it is. And here's why. Almost all of that, I guarantee you, and I did not go back and look because I know I'm right. And I don't have to dig too far into that. Most of those comps are parking comps. And that number is too high because they are renovating the parking garage at my local casino. It's a complete mess. Big chunks of it are blocked off. And because big chunks of it are blocked off, they don't want anybody to park there. And so they have set the parking rate ridiculously high. They have it set as a special event rate that is normally only the ridiculous rate for the special event rate is four times higher than the normal daily rate. So... The parking garage being set for the holidays for the whole month at special event rates because the capacity is reduced because they're renovating it means that I've got a whole bunch of parking comps reported here. And parking comps are, are important because if I had to pay for parking every single day, I'd have to adjust how I do things. If I had to pay that money in cash every day, if it wasn't comped, I would have to dial back to just one or two days a week and do multiple tries in the same visit. I find it more efficient to stop down every day and get the gift cards and all of that stuff because parking's free and it's relatively close to my clients and I can work in a little time instead of a lot of time. But if I was paying for parking every single day, I'd have to adjust that. I'd have to plan around my promotions a little bit more, pick the ones that were most important, only get some of them and and not pay as much for parking. So I pay for parking less often and be more efficient in that regard. So that number is inflated. If you look at that number on the website and say, oh, that's pretty good cost. Wow, that's uh, that's $3.67 out of the $6.57 in his life. Boy, that's, that, was, that was garbage in the sense that it was free parking and free parking has value, but it's really skewed the numbers. Just to kind of mentally wrap this up for everybody, feel free to dig into it on the website. It'll be there. This is a weird month. We need to keep it in perspective. We need to remember that March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November were all cash-winning months, significant cash-winning months, many, 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 I think several times we had more than 30 days' pay in in a month they were amazing months it was an amazing ride and the street continues I managed to still with four tier two meta martingale losses I still managed to pull out a cash win after higher than uses higher than normal expenses with less opportunity but this is a weird atypical month folks this is weird in a whole bunch of ways and I've tried many of you are going to say you overdid it you overemphasized all of that Because it's weird, because it's different, and because I am so committed to the idea of being as transparent with all of you as possible, of not blowing smoke, of not telling you I win all the time, because I want you to know when somebody out there has back to back tier four or tier three losing days, when somebody has two, when somebody goes six times a month to a casino. And two of those are tier two losing days in six visits. I, I want you to have heard from me that that happened to me too. And I want you to hear from me that if your results match my results and you just get to the point where you have 20 or 25 tries, you're going to see it level out. At least I've seen it level out. And that's why I've put a little focus on this, Right. It's easy to say, oh look, I won 30 days pay and I went to Atlantic City and I followed it up with going to Las Vegas and even though I drank too many Afghani car bombs, I still just pulled money out of the cloud safe and I just went about my business and look what I did. It's easy to do that. It is really easy to sit in this chair in the Glorious Casino Combat Studios and do those recaps. This recap's harder. These numbers aren't as good. And these numbers are skewed for a variety of reasons. And I have done my very best to give you a true and transparent look at how things went for December 2022. We won a little money. We got a little free stuff. It was a weird month, but now you know all about it. Please tip your waitresses, tip your bartenders, tip your dealers. If you have a host, tip your host. Remember our casino wisdoms. Don't tip away your wins. I have spoken. Everything you heard here is true from a certain point of view. Who knows? In 10 years, we may find out I was wrong about all of this. It's time for leaving, and I hope you understand I was born a rambling man. Love it. Hate it. It don't matter. Please share with your family and friends. Thank you, everybody. I appreciate the gift of your time. We will talk again very, very soon.
1: program.